What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Living Electric. Uh, I am back from CES, so we figured we'll have kind of a, a CES-focused episode. So Brandon will interview me about <laughs> about yeah. my time there, and we'll kind of <laughs> chat about some of the tech that was released. Obviously, it's not unique to the show. Like, there's coverage online. So Brandon, honestly, <laughs> might have a better idea of what was actually revealed at the <laughs> show, but I'm not sure. I don't know if you want to give me that full credit. I <laughs> Yeah, Tyler and I really, really wanted to get to CES this year, and it like came up so quickly that we yeah. just like totally forgot about it. But um, we're hoping to get there next year. You know, as either part of like Clean Technica or like you know whatever media right. company we're representing, or you know right. whatever. But um, yeah, I think it would probably be good to give a quick overview of what CES is. You know, just in case if you're not familiar with it, it stands for Consumer Electronics Show, and it's every January in Las Vegas. Uh, so it's once a year. It's uh, I think it's what four to five days long. Like I think they have like one early day and then like it's like a week days. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, a, big it's event. a long time because the first couple days are just like press only. So it's just for press to basically go around and shoot video and photos of things, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they kind of slowly open it up to industry people, and then the public. I think is the last day. They just like let let open the floodgates and let everybody in to check things out. <laughs> That's good to know it's public. I actually didn't know that. I thought you had to like be part of a company or you had to like register ahead of time. Yeah, but I I think it's pretty lax. It's not like you have to show proof that you like work oh, in the industry or anything. So okay. it's like relatively like definitely one of some of the like last days are the most popular. So Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, because yeah. I've always just been on the connotation that you had to like be registered or something like that. So Yeah. That's that's good to know. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a really, really cool show. They show everything from, you know, like electric wheelchairs to EV charging to actual vehicles and everything essentially in between that you might need as a consumer. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, Alex knows I, I was not there in person. <laughs> I was there in spirit and digitally, you know, reading everything online. And there was a lot of cool things that I saw that were unveiled. Um, right. the, the one thing I do want to point out before we get into like the vehicles, I actually didn't see a lot of news on EV charging. Like I saw some things, but it wasn't as like, um, as commonplace as it had been in previous years, at least right. online. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was definitely a, a good showing of EV charging. Um, there was, I don't, I feel like people don't cover it cause it's not as flashy. Like <laughs> a vehicle yeah. is like, will kind of grab people's attention and it's easy to write a headline on a vehicle, but like EV charging is kind of boring at the end of the day, unless you're nerds <laughs> like us, like yeah, right. the, like it's kind of a means to an end in a lot of ways. Like it's just a way to charge the car. Like not it, none of the tech is like super exciting. Nothing's super groundbreaking in, in the EV charging side of things, at least to kind of delay, delay person that just the normal driver that's interested in EVs, the charging isn't as exciting. <laughs> so that may have been why there wasn't as much coverage on the charging, but I know, like, just offhand, I can think of half a dozen EV charging specific booths that were there. So there was definitely still a showing for it, but nothing that was, like, I hadn't seen before. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I, like, I saw, you know, things from, like, ChargePoint. Um, I saw uh, ABB had announced a few home, like, new home chargers. Yeah. Um, which actually were pretty, like, they were beautiful and like, their mm -hmm. design with, like, the wood grain accents and everything yeah. like that. That was pretty cool. And um, obviously, Nudo was there. You guys yes. had a booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were able to work with one of our partners to get like a corner of a booth. So we had <laughs> we were just there with them and brought one of our chargers and we're talking to people. Um, 
And the thing we realized, which is like, you don't normally realize some of these things till after the show or when you're at the show is like, it's very hard to describe to people that like we're a software company. Cause like yeah. the hardware and the physical things are what grabs people's attention. It's not necessarily like a video or like a, a screen, like, hard to really like convey that like we are a software company first like that is that is the main thing we do so yeah yeah. i i hope one day we get to like the moments you know when like those spy movies where they have like the uh holographs you know like almost like Yu-Gi-Oh as we've talked about right you know know, where they have like the screen and they're pulling like apart pictures and stuff like that augmented reality type type deal yeah yeah i hope one day we get to that point where you could just have like a projection and then you could just like show it in midair i think that'd be pretty cool <laughs> that's what we need yep yeah. that'll get people maybe attention. at a future ces we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> i did see but. some holograms there one of the one of the no halls way. we went through they had like a hologram booth it was wild they had like birds wow. flying around in this hologram they had like a robot person like it was some wild oh. stuff like that's crazy there was just so much stuff to take in like that was probably the the first takeaway just being on the show floor for the first time is it is just massive like there is multiple halls in vegas that they have this event at you literally have to get in a taxi and go down the road to get to the other part of the show like it's not just like walking around a convention center it's the entire convention center it's the parking lot and it's the convention center like down the road like it's all of it (laughs) so yeah Oh, I, you know, I've been in that convention center for the NADA show last year and it is, it's huge. Yeah. It's, it's massive. So I can only imagine like having smaller booths with like different, like, you know, different products that they're displaying, let alone like vehicles and like, I'm sure it's, it's overwhelming to an extent. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) But, well, I know that there were a lot of EVs that were unveiled, a lot of EV technology talked about. Um, Did you get a chance to look up any of them or, well, you saw some of them in person. Yeah, I think I think the best looking one I saw at the entire show was actually the post office truck. I think that's just a a beautifully designed <laughs> beautifully designed car. They really just like <laughs> really nailed it with that one. <laughs> what do you think? I think, I, I think we're going to have to post a visual of this. <laughs> you, you really you really had me going for a second. <laughs> He's going to say the Ram, you know, concept. He's going to say that Mercedes that they showed. But you, you, okay, so I'm really glad that the post office is going electric. But whenever I see that, like, van, all it makes me think of is, like, a baseball hat. So, like, it has, like, the bill and then, you know, that that part that goes over your head. That's all I can see, but with wheels. Like, it just looks like a hat with wheels (laughs) or a duck. I don't know. Yeah, it it just it doesn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm very curious. Like, I know it's an Oshkosh defense design product, so it's like I'm not too familiar with the company, but they're a defense contractor. Like, <laughs> I don't think they design you know like commercial vehicles like this very often. Um, yeah, but yeah, very very odd. Um, it was neat like seeing it in person because I've seen all these renders, but to like physically see it. Yeah, I I do kind of get what they're going for. It's like they want it to be more efficient, which I think is why it's got that such an awkward design. Because it has to be like it has to have this big windshield so the post office employees can see when they're driving around. Um, but like, I feel like there's a better way to do it than having this big nose that sticks out in the front. So 
Yeah. Very weird. Still looked like, I mean, I mean, a capable vehicle. I think it's, like you said, I'm glad they're going electric. I just wish it looked a little bit nicer. Like, <laughs> the future yeah, doesn't have I, to be ugly. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. That's where I'm like, Amazon and Rivian did it totally, like, on, right. right. Yeah. I almost said on the nose, but, like, uh, all I could think of is, you know, the front of that that post office van. Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, the, I mean, like, I, I think Rivian really did a good job with designing like their cargo vans you know for for amazon maybe they'll change the design of these you know after a little bit but right i guess we'll see yeah but speaking about beautiful cars <laughs> <laughs> um so which which vehicles did you get to see in person so i'm just looking at my pictures right now so that's why i'm not looking at you but i did get to see <laughs> the uh i got to see the lucid in person I got to see the the new Ram truck uh, oh, reveal. Yeah. I didn't get sorry, not the reveal, but I got to see the truck. Um, is it the Dodge something that has like the faux engine noise? It's like it oh. looks like a Challenger. Um, yeah, but I think it's, it's under I think... some other brand. Um, no, but I got no, to you... see that one. That was really good looking. I'm hoping we see more muscle cars like that. Oh yeah, same in the here. future. So that one, um, I got to see that new Mercedes that you mentioned. Um, oh, yeah, the EQXX. Yeah, really good looking car, like kind of that uh, coupe type design we've been talking about that like we need more <laughs> more EVs in that form factor. <laughs> um, Volkswagen or group kind of had their group, their uh, their little booth. They had the Taycan there. They had the, the e-tron GT. They had the ID Buzz I got to see for the first time oh, in person, cool. which was really cool. I don't know if you've How seen that, that one yet. Um, it was a lot smaller than I expected, honestly. Like, really? very similar in size to the ID Four, just in a bus oh. shape, which I, which was a little disappointing because you'd think, you know, with the bus, it would be a bus, <laughs> not yeah, a, not yeah. a car. Yeah. So oh, definitely a lot smaller really than I thought. I, like, um, I know they're based on the same platform, but I definitely, like, the photos are so deceiving because it does make it look like a bigger vehicle. Right, right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Lyric was there. Got to see that one. Got to see the Hummer EV in person. Uh, have you seen that one in person yet? I've seen it driving, but that was it before <laughs> a oh, few yeah. days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then what else here? A lot of just, like, smaller brand EVs. Um like uh oh i saw a neo there what else do we have here a lot of concept evs apparently there's some like uh not debate but like some interesting stories around the delorean brand because there was a delorean concept car there but it was made oh, by was. some other like italian design company under mm -hmm. the delorean brand but they don't own the delorean brand it was very weird but oh interesting delorean had there was a car concept car with a delorean badge on it <laughs> oh that's kind of so, cool to see <laughs> yeah very very strange um and then probably the most exciting one was the the light year one i got to see there oh, or oh, light year cool. is it light year zero is that the right yeah i think so okay yeah i got yeah. to see that in person which was really cool because i'm i'm excited about what they're doing i feel like they're one of the few that are kind of doing the the technology a little bit differently and i know they're looking to release some sort of much more affordable car than what the the zero is so um 
there if you don't know the the car with the solar panel on the top that's kind of covering the whole car i don't know if you know the background on that company but it's really interesting was it at a college project yeah yeah okay i think that's so, all i know about it yeah so similar to you know like if you've heard of baja or like concrete canoe there's some of these like engineering type groups that will just work on stuff all year and then have a competition at the end of the end of the year one of these is a solar car competition so the kind of founders and the people that started this company had won this solar competition like multiple years in a row had broken records in this competition like we're crushing it wow. and then after their senior year had spun it into this company to start building you know a, a proper commercial like <laughs> vehicle so that's what <laughs> that's they're kind of so building cool. from that's really cool. Yeah, I heard about the Lightyear too, like the car that you can put, like uh, you can get on the watch list for it. Right. And I was tempted yeah. to do that, you know, based on it's like free. some of, like yeah. You just put it. I mean, email. I'm still waiting on my Faraday <laughs> future, you know, that I reserved. But um, <laughs> I did so see that I'll one to... too. Actually, that was there. Oh, that was there. Yeah. Is how is it big in person? I don't want to change topics, but I feel like the FF91 is huge. It's I mean similar size to a lot of the other cars I I saw. So got it. Okay. Dang it, I wanted a big jelly bean. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the Lightyear has really, like, has always interested me. Like, I feel like it's just, like, a, such a technological, like, you know, piece of, like, innovation. It's right. so cool. Hmm. But, I might, yeah, I think I that was most that of them. Um, uh, VinFast had a huge booth there. So, I didn't oh, spend time with yeah. each of their cars, but they... They had a lot of their cars there. <laughs> yeah. And they also had bikes there, which was pretty cool. Like, they had some good-looking bikes, like e-bikes, <laughs> which I would, was not aware that they were working on or had. But they had, like, six or oh. seven e-bike models in their booth. <laughs> so Really? Yeah. Huh. I did not even know that they made that. Do they sell those in the U.S.? Did you look that up afterwards? I don't think they do. Um, they had, like, some QR codes around basically saying, like, hey, sh which bike are you interested in that we might build? Oh, like, something like that. So I'm wondering huh. if it's just kind of a an engineering project for somebody that they yeah. have tagged on to VinFast. <laughs> but, you know what? We need we need more e-bikes. Right. <laughs> People seem to love those. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was one thing that, like, you know, besides the vehicles, um, you know, and I'll, I'll get to, like, the vehicles I saw digitally and, like, you know, my opinion on that in a second. Right. I did see that there was a lot of um, electrified transportation just, like, in general at right. CES. And it was really cool to see kind of, like, um, it was almost like a hodgepodge of, like, offerings. You know, you had, like, land with their district there. You had, like, an electric, like, um, almost looked like a ski bike, like a snow bike. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I saw Lacey from Misco Electric was checking that out. I can't remember what the company's name was. Um, and then obviously you had your e-bikes and like scooters and stuff like that. Like, right. it's, it's amazing how many like just electrified options are out there that are not a car. Like, you know, right. you can get into something that's not a vehicle. So, yeah, or, you know, a car. Yeah. Yeah. I did get to check out the land booth, which was really cool. Um, connection with those guys again. Um, their team has grown too. So I got to meet some more, more of the people on the team <laughs> that oh, are doing cool. like, you know, like <laughs> video and photos for them and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but I was telling some of my coworkers about it and they're like, I think in their head they had like just a normal e-bike and I'm like, no, it's like, it can be an e-bike, but it's also like a motorcycle. Like it's a really cool yeah. product. And I go down there and he's like, you have me sold. Like, I want one of these. <laughs> he's like, so do, cool. like yeah. do you know how many people in Colorado would, like, eat this thing up? Like, especially the Scrambler, like, off-road version. Yeah. Like, yeah. they would freaking love it. So, 
Yeah. Um, I think he's going to sell some of his friends on it. <laughs> but, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Land. I mean, we definitely got to get Scott back on here and, you know, have more conversations of where they've come since we've talked with them last right. year. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, besides, like, their cinematography and whoever's helping them with their, like, social media, like, they're killing it. Yeah. And, like, everybody here in Cleveland is so proud of them and, like, what they're doing. So, definitely. yeah. Yeah, hopefully one day we can get one of their bikes. <laughs> the Mini Cooper took its place. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If it were nicer but, weather, like more of the year, I feel like it would be a better investment. But it's it's so hard to swing in Ohio when it's like, you know, January right now and it's 40 oh, degrees out yeah. and snowing and raining. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I don't want to go ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's why I haven't had any opportunity to do any th more things with bikes. <laughs> but... Yeah, so, you know, speaking about other EVs, you know, um, the ones that I got a chance to, like, see digitally was uh, the Volkswagen ID7. You know, they mm. unveiled their uh, sedan based on the MEB platform, which is pretty cool. Um, they didn't really unveil, like, any, like, specs, range figures, or anything like that, but they did say that it's going to have a totally redesigned interior compared to, like, the current ID lineup. Oh, um, okay. So it's going to have, like, um, you know, for, like our ID4 had like the uh, gauge cluster that was like connected to the steering column. Right. It's going to be more recessed with a better software design mm -hmm. um, with a 15 inch touchscreen. That's going to be like a horizontal display, um, which looks great. Like I think that Volkswagen did a really good job with that. Um, but the one claim to fame, which I thought that was kind of interesting that they talked about this with the vehicle was the magic air vents. I don't know if you saw anything about that. I didn't so, know. It's so I, I'm pretty sure they're called magic air vents. They might be digital air vents. I'm not really sure what term they're going with, but <laughs> essentially you could be like, hello, ID, you know, like I'm, you know, my hands are cold or something like that. And the air vents will actually automatically figure out where like your hands are and like blow air in different like directions. Interesting. Um, okay. I mean, it, that's kind of cool that it would yeah. do that. I feel like Tesla could implement something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell you where to point the air vents. Yeah, yeah, but it looks it looks cool. I mean, it's probably gonna be a direct Model Three competitor. Yeah. Um, I you know the one the one thing that really surprised me the most was the Ram uh, concept EV or the I think they call it the REV the Ram Rev. And um, at first, when Tyler showed me it, I didn't get a really close enough like look at it. I'm like, ew, no, that's that's bad. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> and then as I started looking at it, I'm like, I love this. Like, I really think that what Ram did was took it to a futuristic stance, but not quite as far as like what Tesla did with the you know the right. Cybertruck, but yeah. not quite as. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this not quite as commonplace as what, like, the Lightning looks like. Like, the Lightning still looks futuristic, but I feel like they found a good middle ground for the Ram. Yeah. And um, as long as the production version looks like that. I think that was my <laughs> only disappointment, is that it was just a concept. Um, but it looks great, and the specs they're talking should offer a lot for uh, consumers. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard thing with with all this stuff. And I always like I feel like I'm I'm getting like jaded getting like I'm not even that old, but I'm like so like torn <laughs> on all this like new technology, which sounds like so old of me. But it's like <laughs> so many people release this stuff and say all these great things and then it's five years later and it's like, uh, I mean it's kinda like that, but like completely miss yeah. like whatever they were headed towards. Um, yeah. And like even just walking around the show, I was like telling one of my coworkers, I'm like, I'm turning into the person that like 
I want tech only where it like completely makes sense. Like my bed mm. does not need to be like network connected to like an <laughs> app. Like I just I just don't think that's valuable. And like you don't want that. No, <laughs> it's like even my like <laughs> like our appliances in our new house all have like app connections and stuff. And like I've downloaded all of them. I'm like this is not like helpful at all. Like <laughs> can't really do much with the app connection. It's just to like get more data. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Some of the stuff is, makes sense, but others I'm like, this is just overkill <laughs> for for what you need to do. Well, to be honest, it's probably technology burnout. You know, like our generation like grew up on essential like changes to, you know, technology. You know, like yeah. we grew up through like flat screens being innovated, obviously, you know, game consoles, cell phones, all that stuff. So yeah. like I feel like for our generation, like we have this high expectation for how technology should be implemented and it's yeah. not like it is meeting those needs but i feel like there's just so much noise that it's i and i also feel like we've gotten so used to technology that it's like okay like what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah i i feel like cs is like a really cool opportunity to just like get technology like overload in yeah. one location right. um and that that's where like one year I really just want to experience that. Like I feel like I've had enough opportunities to be at conferences. I kind of know how things are structured now. So like maybe one year we'll have a booth like for Chargeway or we'll attend for Clean Technica or whatever. But I I want to be in those places where they're all hologram, you know, like holographic like right. birds <laughs> flying through. Like I want to experience that. That sounds yeah. so cool. <laughs> I'll tell you the the real show to go to in Vegas that we went to towards the end of last year was the um the nax show national association of convenience stores did oh, i tell you yeah. about that yeah yeah we <laughs> did like, talk about with all the free food and stuff yeah there's just it's basically every single brand you see in a gas station is at this show like <laughs> so <laughs> like hunt's pizza has a booth hershey's has a booth like and they're just handing out free stuff <laughs> So nobody even <laughs> leaves for lunch because they just get food at the show from the booths, which is That's hilarious. So, yeah, we need yeah. to attend. We'll have to find some excuse to like tie that into like clean technica <laughs> or like. Right. <laughs> I'll talk to Matt at Charge Movie. We'll like, be EV we ambassadors to, be. to the to the show and just like <laughs> <laughs> educate people about EVs yeah. and why they need to add charging. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm doing research on filling up our uh, invisible cafeteria you know, at our business. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) But, well, that's, I mean, I'm excited for some of the vehicles that were unveiled. To me, it was a little bit underwhelming, to be honest, like some of the unveilings. Like, I felt like it was more heavy focused on concept versus like where we stand currently in the EV industry. Like, I like that VinFast was there with their vehicles, even though I heard mixed reviews of how those vehicles actually were and like how they operated. Yeah. And, I almost felt like Volkswagen missed an opportunity to show the ID7 and said they're just going to unveil production in Q2. It's like, why didn't you just do it there? Like, it's such a big platform right. for the vehicle. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I was expecting a little bit more this year, to be honest. Right. Yeah. But I think in a lot of ways, cool. like, and just talking to people that have been to this in the past or been to it multiple years, it's like... um COVID really did just put a kind of a damper on this show in a lot of ways because they had it in 2020. And then since that year, they have not had the same attendance. Like it's still a third of what it used to be like years ago. So that's how much smaller like the show is, even though it is still huge is nowhere near where it's been in the past. And 
I think we've seen just the effects of that have even like people are are unveiling a lot of or unveiling a lot of things, but they aren't uh, they aren't necessarily going into production or it's not a production car. It's just still kind of marketing, not really like, yeah. hey, we're here, we're 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 selling this thing now. Like we're still kind of getting caught in a lot of that stuff. So yeah, that part was unfortunate, but yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to say kind of a blanket term to, like, cover both of us since you were in your booth most of the time. Um, you know, if there's if anybody listening has, like, any, um, you know, information on things that they experienced at either CES or, you know, looked up online or, you know, whatever, let us know. Because I'm sure there were things for, like, solar panels, green energy, sustainability that, like, we just might have missed that right. we didn't talk about. Because, like, I, I know for, like home battery storage i'm positive they had stuff like that yeah. there, and i just didn't see anything so <laughs> we didn't get a chance to stop in the booth but it was in the same section of our floor um but i believe it was schneider electric had a connected like electrical panel so it basically is measuring and can like load balance across your house between like your wow. EV charger, your dryer and like the lights in your house, like could manage all of those different powers, um, which I thought was really cool. Like as much as I just said, like, I don't want tech in my house. That's one thing yeah. I think where it like, it oh, could yeah. be valuable. It could theoretically save you money if it's like able to throttle things or like say, Hey, let's, Let's leave the lights off for 10 more minutes and, like, save you some money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that that's where I, I'm just going to say when technology is useful, that's a good thing. But if right. it's just to preheat your oven when you're not at home, it's like. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. Answer. my yeah. The freaking oven app that I have that's for our oven doesn't even have that feature. You can't even do You can't even preheat what? it remotely. This is why what I'm you... like, this is just a waste. What do you do with it? All it does is just give you notifications that, like, the oven is done or, like, your bake is complete. Like, that's it. It's just notifications. I can't even activate it remotely. The, it's like, what's the point? It, literally, <laughs> stoves and ovens for generations have had, like, bells and, you know, all that stuff. Like, right. chimes. Why? Why? I don't understand <laughs> that. Are you? I mean, are you, like, down the street and you need to know that your roast is done? I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm, like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Very odd. Don't even get me started on connected refrigerators. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Right. But this podcast is not about refrigerators or appliances. So I actually know right. it could be if it's electric, but <laughs> so well what else do you want to cover? I feel like we really kind of did like an overview of CES. Yeah, I th I think that's it for, for this episode. Um I've got. I just thought of a couple more topics for next time, though. So okay. I think we can discuss those <laughs> in the future episode. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Well, like you know, like I mentioned, if you guys have any comments about CES, you know, if there's something that we missed, let us know. We're more than happy to talk about it. Definitely. Talk to you all in the next episode. <laughs>